Caveman here. I'm going to be doing another promo interview for Ground Force Fights 5. It's happening on June 15th. It's called Throwdown at the Downs 2.0. It's at Batavia Downs Hotel and Casino. Make sure you're there. The next fight up is the main event. I will be having with me Quentin Morozo. He will be talking with me about the upcoming fight, the event, cut and weight, everything that goes into being a main eventer. He is a superstar. Without further ado... All right, I got Quentin and his manager, Jeff, on the line. How are you guys doing today? My coach, my head coach, Jeff Pierre. We're doing good. How are you doing? Good, man. I'm doing excellent. Uh, I can't wait to watch you fight, man. Last time, I was a little bit disappointed, dude. You may wait. Your guy didn't show up to the weigh-in. How did that feel? You know, it was very disappointing. Um, we put that work in. My coaches put a lot of time. We sacrificed a lot to make sure that we were ready to fight. And uh, not having someone come in there is definitely a blow, you know. And you know, we stay positive and look forward to the future. The future's here, so here we are. I know how hard the weight cut is, man. What do you walk around at normally when it's not fight time? I walk I walk around pretty heavy, you know. Um, I'll say about 155. Damn, so you cut 20 pounds. Yeah, we cut about 20 pounds every camp for him to get down to 135, so he's nice and strong. So it was amazing. I saw you watch. I watched you weigh in, 135. You look cut up. You look ripped, ready to go, and then your opponent doesn't show up, man. What is that like? It, just, it, was a, it was a really disappointing um, feeling, and it was kind of, I didn't believe it was happening. Um, you know, uh, the Dallas Flames was number one in the state, uh, and I was just sure he was going to follow through. <clears throat> and to see that, you know, it was just, was very disappointing, but also put a fire in me to make sure next time I get a chance at 135, I show up uh, to perform. This class I want to be in. That's awesome. Uh, also, people called you off for not being able to make weight. You showed up, you made weight. No one was there to fight you, dude. That's the worst. I know you're ready to make a statement. I am, 100%. Me and my coaches have been working really hard to get this done. I have one of the best nutritionists around. His name's Paul, uh, Fit Nutrition. <clears throat> he, gets me on, he gets me on point all the time. I'm um, feeling strong, feeling healthy, and ready to go at that low, at that low weight. Um, huh? And then coming into the fight, coming in there, being fully hydrated and ready to go. How often have you competed at 135? We've had three fights at 135. Currently, we've, we're um, two and we have one draw. How have you felt? Yeah, we've, had a, we, we, we've had about uh, four or five people pull out in the last year um, at 135. So this ain't the first time it's happened to us. We've had it happen about four or five times over the last 12 months. Well, no offense to your opponents, but uh, I don't really blame them, dude. You look pretty scary at 35. No offense. Thanks, man. I take that as a compliment. You know, you definitely put the work in. It's something that I... I put my life into, uh, like I said, my family, my coaches, everybody sacrificed a lot of time to make sure I'm ready to go. Um, this is this is a, a family thing. This is not just a one individual situation when it comes to this sport, and it takes a family to get through something like this. And um, like I said, it's very disappointing when people don't follow through it. Whenever I put everything they got to do aside to make sure we can show up on a date to perform. How often have you headlined, headlined a card? I couldn't, I couldn't hear you there. What was that? I said, how often have you headlined a card? <clears throat> this card particular? Any cards, any cards. Well, how many times have you been the main event? Oh, many, many times. That, especially at 135, it's just if it works out or not. They show up. Yeah, three or four times right now. That's off the top of my head. <clears throat> do you feel the added pressure when you're in a main event to not only show up, but to do all the publicity and sell the show and get your tickets out and no. everything that comes with it? No, I... I just I come in and just do what I do. There's no pressure at all. There's no pressure at all. I just come, put the work in, I leave everything out in the cage, and just get it done. 
No pressure. Do you do anything else besides for fight? Um, I'm a recruiter for Maxim. I recruit aides, nurses, um, all for um, people who are in need, uh, like people at, at home who need help, people who have TBIs, with TBIs with traumatic brain injuries. So um, I recruit the aides and nurses that will be taking care of them, and I schedule them to make sure they take accountability. And I'm also a father, which is number one um, in my life. So that's what I do outside of training. That's awesome, man. I was wondering, I seen all the Facebook photos, you dressed all nice, you look like a real businessman. I was just wondering what you had going on on the side. Yeah, it's a, it's a, you know, it's my career and, um, I represent my company to the fullest and not only my company, but my family. How does your company feel about you fighting? They're, they're, they're very involved. They'll be there at the fights. Um, you know, they would never know I fought if I didn't, if they, if they didn't know me personally. Um, I don't really go around talking about, like I go out and I'm fighting. They know I train, they know how much work I put in. Um, they're, they're, they're very supportive, you know, um, I, I have the best job in the world. How much uh, respect do you think there is in this sport? You seem like a very respectful guy, and I've never heard you really say anything too mean about any of your opponents. You seem like a super nice guy. What do you think about all the guys that are crazy, talking this, talking that, all the, all the junk that everyone talks nowadays? Yeah, they're, you know, that's, those are the true amateurs. They're, and if they keep that mentality, they'll always be an amateur. In this sport, you have to mature as a man and as a fighter. Um, and a woman, let me let's put that out there because there are women who fight too. Um, you know, and as we're just the amateurs talking to try to get attention and stuff like that, you see these real fighters out there who are making noise. They're not really coming out of the mouth, coming sideways at people. Um, they're very silent. And fighters who see other fighters aren't really talking much crap and are very silent. They come in there, they know that this guy is pretty much serious and is going to put the work in the cage. He's not going to be talking outside the cage. Um, I don't disrespect any of my fighters. Either, even when I was being disrespected in the past, I never went out of my way to disrespect the fighter. <clears throat> and that's not, I'm never going to. That's yeah. not how we work. Every interaction we've ever had. taught me to be. Yeah, every interaction we've ever had, you've been super polite. You've been awesome. Um, at times, I've even been, you know, with the other team. And you've always been very, very respectful. And I, I really appreciate that about you, man. I think that's a, a great attribute that you have. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I come from a good, good camp, a good bunch of guys. My coaches they definitely have integrity and honor. Um, they've been through what I've gone through. So, you know, with those mentors in my life, like Coach Pierre, you know, I've, I've learned a lot how to be a true fighter professionally. It seems like you have all the physical attributes and it seems like it just comes together for you so easy. What's the hardest part for you about fighting? I'll say the hardest part is just, uh, you know, mentally being prepared all the time. You know, we, we, we prepare for three months to fight. And then when stuff happens and stuff, you know, it's hard to keep your mental game going, you know, and that's pretty much the hardest part here. What do you know about your opponent? Um, you know, he works really hard. My coach, Pierre, he has a lot more information he can put out there. Yeah, the opponent's a grinder. The opponent's going to go in there and fight for the distance. Um, definitely is a strong athletic opponent. Uh, we prepare for anyone at any time, and that's why Q is so humble because we know if you're going to step in the ring that you're a brave, courageous person, and we respect that. It's a sport, so we know that anyone that stands across from Q, we respect that person because we know they're going to grind, they're going to bring it to them, because they have to bring it to them because we're going to be there bringing it to them as well. So we prepare Q for the ground, we prepare him for standing, we have him conditioned, we have him running, we got his time down, his timing, his speed. He's ready for anything at any point in this match. 
That sounds awesome, man. Uh, at 135, you're making a UFC level cut. Seems like you got great talent. What do you think is your best attribute as a fighter? I think you've got some great boxing. I've seen your wrestling. Your wrestling is fierce, too. Um, it's hard for me to, to pick what I think you're the best at, but I'd probably say maybe wrestling and dirty boxing. What do you think is your best attribute? I mean, you just put it out there. That's pretty much my best attribute. Wrestling, dirty boxing, you know, and my condition. I make sure my coaches make sure my condition is ready to go in deep waters, you know. Um, we're ready to do whatever we got to do. We're ready to be a shark out there if we have to, which we will. How strong do you feel at 135? You look very physically dominant at that weight. I feel very strong at that weight. Like I said, my, my, my nutrition is one of the best in the world. He does professionals in the UFC, bodybuilders, weight cuts, um, all type of athletes. So when I do this cut, I go into the next day of fighting. He has me, like I said, full, fully hydrated, the best I could be peaking to go out there and perform. Yeah, the day of the cut, we're fully eating all day long. We're not starving ourselves all day. Uh, Q will put in about five, six meals a day of weigh-in. Of weigh-in. I'm eating still. So he's fully fueled. Man, no wonder you're ready to go. Yeah. I'm like stunned. That's, I, I know I sucked a lot of weight. I sucked like 20, 30 pounds too. I was not eating on the day of the weigh-ins. I love the sound of that. I better get hooked up with your nutritionist. He's the yeah. best. one of the best. He is the best. He is the best. I'm telling you right now, he knows the body like the back of his hand. I'm serious. I think real. There's a lot of fighters out there that know of him that I feel like you personally probably know that uh, have worked with him. <clears throat> I think after this interview, he's going to be a pretty busy man. I think there's going to be a lot of people checking him out. When you're no, he's busy right now. <laughs> <laughs> when you're preparing for a fight, do you really worry about what your opponent's doing, or do you just try and no. get yourself better? I just I just work on me. That's my job, to get myself better. Uh, I'm not worried about the opponent. Whatever the opponent's going to do is, is whatever he's going to do. I'm not going to sit there and harp on, what he's going to do, I'm just going to focus on my attributes and make sure they get better and better and better because always fighting after that next that fight. You're one of the most jack guys at the weight class. How often do you lift weights? I never lift weights. Damn. I cannot afford to lift weights. If I lift weights, I'll get way too big. I have not lift weights in about, I'll say, three years. Yeah, everything he does is all body movements. God all damn. body. That's crazy. Yeah. I can't believe you don't pick up a weight. No, we don't do any weights. I've been training him for the last two years. We don't. We do not lift the weights at all. Now a lot. He's a very strong guy. If he's doing chin ups, he'll rip a hundred straight chin ups. Or you know, so got He's a very strong, strong man. How often do you wrestle? Two days a week. Two, two three days max. How sometimes, high? No, sometimes four. Sometimes four if we have to. <laughs> I like that sounds better. Ah, two, maybe four. I don't know, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever my coaches tell me to do, I go do. That's awesome. I mean, you seem like a very good wrestler. How how high did you uh, make it in high school or college as far as wrestling? You know, I should I should have really took wrestling serious in high school, but I didn't. So high school is pretty much it. Damn, you have some ferocious yeah. slams I've seen, and I I really thought that you were a, a decent to high level wrestler. So well, I mean, you are a decent to high level wrestler in the cage. So. Uh, it goes to show how much work you're putting in. Yeah, I, I, like I said, uh, a lot of it is just instincts. It's training the jiu-jitsu, the wrestling game, and just applying it and committing to the moves I do. You know, you're talking to jiu-jitsu. Like I said, I wish I did do, I wish I did do wrestling in college. Uh, you know, games would definitely be different, but what you're going to do? Might not be too late, I'm just saying. 
<laughs> we could always use some good, uh, more good NCAA guys. You're talk talking to a jiu-jitsu guy now, so I got to ask you about your jiu-jitsu. How often do you train on the mat? A lot. Um, at least three times a week. And that's mental for hours, rolling, rolling, and rolling. And sometimes, and, and, and studying YouTube videos, believe it or not, watching other, like, Gracie do their thing. Um, Jacob Bones Gym, Bone MMA, those guys are grinders. Heck yeah. They have put me, they have put me in the best shape in jiu-jitsu I've ever been. So you're down training with Bone MMA for your jiu-jitsu? Yes, I do. Awesome. And, and MMA, they do MMA out there too. Heck they're really yeah. good. They got savages out there, man. Shout out to Bone, just coming off a professional win uh, last Saturday. Yeah, he did. He, yeah. yeah, he does. He, yeah, he does. He comes out to Pierce Gym, Jeff Pierce, putting yeah. those hands together with his LMA. He's making it happen. Yeah. That's where you box out of too, right? Yep. Yeah. It's a fierce gym. Everyone that comes out of there has been a killer lately. Yeah, it's, it is what it is. Pierce Gym brings it out of you. When the cage door locks and the referee says fight, what's going through your mind? Fight. Fight. Just fight. Fight. Is uh like yeah. are you analytical? Do you are you following your game plan? You just seeing what's going to happen. Instincts take over. Where, where are you at? Uh, I do I do what my coaches say to do. I just listen. Awesome. I go out there, do what I do. Go back to my corner. If it gets to this the next round, listen, relax, and do it again. Take controlled aggression the whole time. When you defend your ground force fights belt, what is it going to mean to you? I mean a lot. You know, it's we haven't been here. It's been a year now, I believe. <clears throat> You know, and they come out, people who locally, the people who come out to support me, it's, it's an honor to fight in front of them at my weight class um, and to show everybody my attributes and talents I have at that class. I know that there's going to be some professional promoters there who do pro cards. So I'm excited to compete in front of them, uh, my family, and all the gyms I go to. They're going to be there to watch this. We just put the time to, to compete. Well, I hope you finally get the chance to cement um your title reign into place because everyone that says that you didn't earn your title don't know what a weight cut is all about because to me you earn that title if your opponent doesn't show up on a day of wins something's wrong with him yeah and we don't listen to we don't you know what there was a time in my life i would listen to people what they had to say and i really take that personally but you know they're not here supporting me my life you know, my family and, and then my and my dreams. So whatever anybody has to say, they can say it. I take it with a grain of salt. We got other things to worry about and focus on. And you know what? The people that it say is what it is. aren't the people that show up to fight either, and that's the problem with me. If it was someone that was challenging you and, you know, all kinds of stuff, whatever they got to say, I'd listen to. But these guys that talk shit, yeah. they're not even fighters, man. So, you know. Yeah, most of the people who are saying stuff aren't fighters. They never find their life. They won't even go to gym to work out. They're the type of people that go to the doctor and have a, a freaking surgery to lose weight. Or not to call anyone out, or they're fighters that also don't show up when it's their time to fight. I just want to put right. that out there. Not saying any names. Yeah. <laughs> when you win, are, is Ground Force Fights going to be able to keep you, or are you going to be turning pro? Well, that's my coach's decision. Here's coach. Yeah, I mean, I think the goal is to defend the title, and Ground Force is treated as really, really good. But I think the ultimate goal is to get Q2 as pro to the next level. He's paid his dues in the amateur. He's fought more fights at a weight classes that he shouldn't have been at, way heavier than what he is. He's a true 135-er. That's where he wants to compete. That's where he should compete. So it's time to go pro so we don't have people backing out 
and we can make it to fights, and we know he's going to hopefully make a living, uh, make a little pace for what he has put himself through because he does grind all day long. And the goal is for him to have a professional fighter. So we know if we go pro, we'll have a lot more opportunities at that 135. Jeff, what do you think Q's best attribute is as a fighter? You know, he definitely grinds. I love I love his hands. I mean, I've been lucky enough to coach him in the last two years with his punches. I own pure boxing, so it's, it's a pleasure to work with him every every night on his uh, on his skills. He's a grinder. He will keep moving forward. Uh, he's a tough, tough guy to hurt, and he's sparring guys 30, 40, 50 pounds heavier than him all the time. So uh, it's really hard to get someone even close to his weight to stand in front of him and, and grind with him. So I think his best attribute is the fact that he wakes up early, he trains hard, he works all day, then he comes to the gym, he grinds, and he gives me 110%. He gives his coaches 110%. So when you see Q, that's really him. He's a humble, hardworking young man who just wants to do good, and he loves his fans, he loves the sport. When do you think he's going to turn pro, if you had to put a timetable on it? I, I, honestly, after this fight, I would like to see him go pro. Um, you know, we will talk to his nutritionist. We'll talk to a couple other people and some promoters. But we're getting calls all the time for Q to fight on pro cards. And I think it's just time for him to, to have that opportunity. The reason why we haven't done that yet is because most of the time he's fighting these much heavier guys. And we just want to really, truly test him at the 135. And uh, because when he does go pro, he'll fight 135. Well, here's my, I hope that Q never gets tested in his entire career at 135. He just keeps going out winning and winning and winning. <laughs> Thank you. Well, we appreciate that. You know, we just, we always look for good fights. We don't back out of fights. We enjoy the game. We respect the game. And, uh, you know, if a 135er wants to fight, we want to fight him. And uh, we, that's just who we are. Awesome, so. man. That sounds really good. You guys got any sponsors to plug? Plug your gyms again, too. What was that? I couldn't hear you. Do you have any sponsors to plug? I want to say I want to say hi to uh, well shout out to Paul. He's Fit Nutrition, uh, Pima Karate. They're great with their karate over there. They got me um, checking, kicking. I want to say shout out to Sister Jiu Jitsu. Those guys over there are nice guys. Um, they got a good camp. Bone MMA. They're family over here, so I gotta definitely let them know what's up. You know what I mean? And Ian, Ian out there with Bone. Those two, Ian and um. Jacob, those two are, are a duel to have in my corner. And, of course, Pure Boxing. Um, they're my family. Like, I would not be here right now without any of them. Awesome, man. That's a great interview. You sound like a really humble guy. And I know you a little bit personally. I know you're a really humble guy. I got one sponsor to shout out for myself. Make sure you check out Integrity Martial Arts. I'm there every Sunday in Niagara Falls Boulevard. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, everything. Check me out, too. Thank you very much for your time, guys. I really appreciate it. I know it's Thank fight you. week, nine days out, and you're here talking with me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for the opportunity. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, guys.